Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Entropy Pod Podcast. We're your hosts, Aaron Wright and Brian Crum. So, Aaron, how are you doing today? Brian, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for asking. I really appreciate that you. Yeah, uh, nobody cares. What they really care about, though, is that I actually heard from from our reliable source today. Yeah, what'd you hear? I heard that you ride an attack in the glacier. I ride an attack in the glacier. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I survived an attack by a glacier. Oh, really? Okay, we're yes. going to have to get some more details yeah, on that one. So what ended up happening is a glacier became sentient, right, and started chasing me down a hill. Okay? Okay. Um, so far, no evidence of sentience, but... Uh, okay, yeah, but, well, I mean, obviously... Did it go up the hill? No, but here's what happened. It's chasing me down the hill, right? Just because you're sentient doesn't mean you know what you're doing, and also doesn't mean you can increase your speed. Everyone knows that glaciers move about two inches per year, so the glacier is still chasing me, right? But Oh, man. Probably not going to catch me. Probably not going to happen. So well. that was in, like, Wyoming or whatever, and... <laughs> oh. Is it why, where's, where's, where's Glacier National Park at? I don't know where it's at. No idea. <laughs> yeah, Montana, I don't know. It wasn't even an issue, really. So I, I I'm survived. I'm pretty sure all the glaciers are gone in the United States. I, from, sur- uh, I, I did survive the attack, though. Do you want to know how? How? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's do, pretty important. Do you want to know how I know the glacier was sentient? And so then, two things. I want to know how you survived the attack, and uh, the second one is obviously... How do you know that it was sentient? Okay, so obviously, well, I just told you I survived the attack because this is a slow attack. It's still, you know, ongoing. I knew it was, it was sentient. So you haven't survived it yet? Well, no, I, I have survived it. The, I guess the attack is technically ongoing still, but it's just so not even an issue. It's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, so someone just started, you know, uh, they were drunk. They did whatever. They just started peeing all over, all over the glacier. Uh, really not cool. And uh, the glacier actually, you know, ended up cracking and swallowing them whole okay or thought it did just the backpack guy skedaddled out of there without his pants oh glacier thought wait I was... how did the pants get off oh because he was peeing he was drunk well yeah but you don't take your pants all the way off okay but you can imagine when the uh you know well first of all he had him all the way down then when the glacier opens up for him to fall in only the pants fall in his backpack and he climbs out pantless and runs right and then i'm just standing there you know taking pictures holding the bag so to speak, and the glacier's like, oh, this must have been the guy. I'm like, dude, are you dumb? Did you just, like, get born yesterday? He's like, well, actually, yes. I got born yesterday, and someone was peeing on me. Wow. And it was you. And I'm so you had a conversation you. with this glacier. Yeah, I did. I yeah, did. I would go to, like, a doctor or something, get that checked out. No, I mean, it's, it was, it was you know, other than the whole pee thing, I mean, it was uh, it was really interesting. It was, it was quite fascinating. Yeah. yeah, well, obviously, you didn't talk him out of attacking I you, put, huh? I put down the meth pipe after. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> and then I, makes 100% on, sense. And then I, and then I ran... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forty miles per hour, nonstop, from Wyoming to Kansas City. Oh, just wow. on that one meth high. Yeah, and then you know, uh, uh, <laughs> replaced my feet. <laughs> so there you have it, kids. If you are ever attacked by a glacier, make sure you smoke meth. All right, cool. So, question for you: What's our topic today? Is it the flat Earth? Is it the 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 What's going on? <laughs> well, you just gave away the topic, Brian. Our topic is the flat Earth, and we may dabble in a little discussion of the uh, of the reasons why Brian always is obsessed with the flat Earth. No, uh, the topic <laughs> for today is um, the uh, good old uh, burning Earth. Burning Earth. 
the global mm. warmed Earth. Yeah, that's that's fake news, huh? The, the cataclysmic event, which is coming in 2012, to annihilate us all. Oh man! Oh, which Jeez. which is if you live in California, you know that's true. Which has now been pressed out, mm. and they call it global warming now. Is that what it's called? They say, well, now the new fancy phrase is climate change. Mm. As if we didn't know the climate changed because we have seasons. And sometimes it snows and sometimes it doesn't. The climate's always changing. Brian, fun fact for you, we may also sprinkle in a little trumpety trump, trumperoo. Oh, that's my favorite topic. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, I do need to kind of cut back a little bit and actually go back to Flat Earth. And your little encounter with the glacier. Okay. So yeah. if the Earth is flat, yeah, right. Then since Tell we know me. since we know that it's flat, yeah. obviously, of course. Um, <clears throat> how uh, how does that glacier move? So the glacier moved by the power of its sentient will, Brian. I already told you that. It's a dumb question. <laughs> um, and you know the Earth is flat still. Uh, moving on. All right. All right. Mostly All right. because the Bible says so. See, but here's the thing. I just. I just don't buy that the that the the glacier that doesn't actually work. <laughs> Brian, God can make a donkey talk. He can make a glacier talk to me when I'm high on meth. Okay, that's all you gotta know. That's fair. All right, well let's get into it. <laughs> I can't even argue with that. Uh, <laughs> you sure you're still not smoking? Unbelieving Aaron? heathen. <laughs> Pity the non-believer. Oh man. Let's get into it, huh? Yeah, so we're going to talk about the uh the 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 planet warming mm. because of all the cow farts. Yeah, so I don't think the planet no, I can't even joke about that. The planet is warming, guys. Yeah, what's the cause, Brian? Give me the give me the main cause of that. Well, uh there's a couple things, but but we are certainly accelerating it. Um and and what we are concerned about, at least us heathens, Probably some Christians. Also known as the gypsies. Maybe some Muslims, but, you know. Um, had another joke that I wasn't going to go. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far. But, uh, no, so we've noticed that, that, that things are changing, obviously, at, at an accelerated rate. Um, so much so that they measured it in Alaska. Do you know the figure, and actually the listeners should know from our last episode, do you know the figure of about how how far ahead, how many years ahead of uh, climate change we're going? Yeah, 90 years ahead. 90? I don't know. I'm just kidding. 50. 50 years. Yeah. For Yep. Um, which, I don't know, that may not seem like a lot in the grand scheme of things, but that means quite a bit to a very delicate ecosystem as uh, Alaska. Yeah, yeah. The if the if the tundra is gone and the um, good old trees start turning tropic up there, we might have some problems. Um, question though about climate change isn't so much whether or not the climate's changing. It's you know how much are of course humans the cause. What's the percentage on that? And then therefore, what all can we do to stop it or at least slow it so down? So Elon Musk is our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep yep so uh there's answer what is that three for well that's the third question for going to mars is that 
No, well, that too. Okay. Well, how is he the same? Oh man, Tesla cars. Whoo. Yeah, they don't cost any carbon to make. Well, I mean, probably to make. <laughs> but that's like that's kind of like saying, okay, so no, no. Do you know how much carbon? To I make actually cost? don't. It's it's more than how much a car normal car costs and the entire life of its carbon footprint. Really? Yeah. So that is interesting. You'd have to hand it down for like two generations for it to even go negative, because of the it's 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 how it, to mine the battery materials. <laughs> Wait, do we just mine batteries? No, the battery materials. To mine it. Yeah, these batteries are hidden underground from the gods who left them for us. <laughs> Elon Musk discovered a, a Nazi den from World War II where they find the batteries left by ancient aliens, and he killed them all in the cave and stole their technology. Soon the Transformers will also be among us. Elon will reveal himself as a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> Why do Decepticons have Nazi accents? Because they were the first humans we encountered. <laughs> it's like, no. I'll have no. to fact check you on that. I, I am curious because that, that is... A new world order. This is part of the new world order. It's part of the fucking frogs game. <laughs> <laughs> on Epstein's Island, you had the Decepticons there. <laughs> oh, For those of you who don't know what I'm doing... <laughs> I'm doing an Alex Jones conspiracy theory right now. And I'm connecting Jeff Epstein or whatever and to his pedophile island with the gay frogs and the Decepticon Nazi lair <laughs> that Elon Musk discovered to get his technology that's going to bring us into the future after we hand over our bodies and brains to be studied by science and augmented with artificial intelligence. Brian. Yeah. Question for you. No. <laughs> Does it change your world to hear that? Apparently, well, I don't know. If, I, I mean, I, I know for sure it costs more carbon to manufacture the end of the car. How do you know that? I know that for sure. Oh, maybe, maybe for then other car. Yeah, that's for than I, any that, other car. That's easy. And then, but someone told me it costs more carbon to do that than even the normal emissions of a normal car for its life, for as long as you drive it or whatever. <laughs> that's the second part that I heard, but that I can't be absolutely positive about. Yeah. So. Obviously, fact check that. I haven't because I had no idea that that was even something that was being thrown up because nobody talks about that. We need a producer to fact check things like we that. Do. We do. We need like a Joe Rogan Brian. Jamie. Like, no, we need the original Brian. Was there an original Brian? Yeah, there was. What happened to that guy? Well, I don't know. Yeah, do you ever watch Ladder with Crowder? Yeah. What happened to his uh, not gay Jared or whatever? Is he not there anymore? Dude, he's not there more what and like they fired this like german robot guy too dude like, i've been binge watching his his uh devil's advocate it's freaking hilarious oh, dude i can't watch even for like 30 seconds it starts to irritate the ever-living <laughs> daylights out of me i mean even his normal commentary sometimes will frustrate me because he's just too i mean i know he's a comedian but he's just a little too over the top sometimes for me but yeah yeah, you've definitely got to take his show in moderation. Yeah, well, and I like him. I support him. I think he's trying his best out there to give a great product for conservatives. Look, atheists, watch him. He's he's a good comedian. Yeah, he's, he's pretty and, funny. And here's the thing. You've got to listen to all these other viewpoints. He puts it out there in a funny way. And uh, just just listen. It's he, funny. He, and he only quotes the Bible in the very beginning and the end before the prayers and the sacrifices to Moloch. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So don't ever worry, atheists, that you'll get hoodwinked into some culty religion. We never 
We never put you in that direction. <laughs> that was a little disconcerting. <laughs> um, yeah, so global warming. So Elon Musk is not going to save us with his electric cars, most likely. But he may save us with Mars. Yeah, he may save a few before they mutate and start growing. But he's got to nuke Mars first. Arms out Kill all goes. those Mar- Martians. Yeah, that's the conspiracy right there. The Martians are alive. They have a thriving economy, and they're going to bring nukes there to supposedly restart the poles or melt the polar ice caps. They're going to nuclearize all their water and destroy their civilization so we as the human species can reign supreme in the galaxy what do you once think that, more. How long do you think it would take? Probably in Elon Elon's lifetime, right? Because he's going to live to be like a million years old or something. Elon, wait, 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 wait. wait. Elon's gonna appear before the Senate and say the cruel Jedi's have marred me beyond recognition. We will bring peace and order to the galaxy by nuking Mars. Me and my assistant, Lord Vader, which will have to be Mike Pence. He's the only person. <laughs> he's the only person. Well, then I'll give you enough of a surprise to actually turn Darth Vader on you. You were supposed to be the chosen one. The one to restore balance to the universe, not leave in darkness, Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> he was the chosen VP. They killed Trump. Elon Musk is now the chancellor, sorry, the president of the United <laughs> States. He speaks before the Senate after hey, the man, Jedi look, Council tries to get him out. That's some salvation stuff right there. And he brings us to Mars after destroying the civilization there and restarts the Sith Empire. <laughs> Have you seen salvation? Elon Musk! Have you seen Salvation? I have not seen that. CBS, uh, it's like a three-season series. They canceled it, which sucks because they canceled it on like some crazy ending that everybody want, who actually cares about that show wants to see the end. Because <laughs> I hate when they do that, man. I know, man. Like, okay. Yeah, is your cliffhanger goodbye? <laughs> Straight up, it can either go from the ending, it can either go uh, Alien Apocalypse... <laughs> It can go um, Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> With angels showing up Armageddon or just like nuclear war Armageddon? Because uh, Apocalypse and Armageddon are like the same thing. No, like like the uh, meteor striking A Earth. A meteor yeah. striking Earth. Okay. Um, and then what I, uh, I like that you just use two biblical terms. Keep going, though. <laughs> <laughs> but... Armageddon, that's the last battle. Apocalypse is the revelation of the things to come. There you go, go, Brian. Cool. See, now, now, listeners, Brian loves to read his Bible daily. (laughs) (laughs) So out from his living soul comes the word of God, fresh every day for you. (laughs) But, man, okay, so I really want to see another season of that. But basically, it's like the cbs version of elon musk where he's got this big high-tech company and he's all i'm i foresee the end of the world so i'm going to go to mars but they ended it (laughs) well with a sentient meteor (laughs) did they really Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say with the Glacier. <laughs> 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 so, 
Someone made it bad. They peed on it. Brian, we just totally rewrote their script. And I may or may not have just ruined the ending for our... How many listeners do you think we have? We have 17. Probably. Because we've been absolutely (laughs) terrible about actually doing this podcast. Yeah, I got a couple friends who, when it came out, or a friend when it came out, was like, yes, boy, you know who you are? His name's Eli. Um, Eli! (laughs) Um, but it's like Eli's like our only listener now. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. We love you. Yep. We love you, Eli. Listen longer. Listen longer. <laughs> it, it, apparently, uh, his wife, too, likes the uh, Nazi voice. I did. <laughs> she thought it was Everybody funny. likes the Nazi voice. Thank you, Brian. Because who doesn't like Nazis nowadays? Because our country is a white supremacist crap hole controlled. By years of anti-brown, anti-colored prejudice that drives every social engine and piece of our souls towards the utter destruction of those who do not line up to our pale existence. Question for you. Yes. Do you think we'd be so hmm, terrified of actual, like, alien, like, extraterrestrials as we are of, of, like... You know, terrestrial <laughs> aliens. Course. Well, dude, well, just think about it this way. Think, think about it like <clears throat> an invasive plant species, okay? Like a vine. Okay, there's there's <laughs> there's this one vine species. Apparently, uh, my wife was telling me about it. Um, apparently, they grow a lot in Europe, okay? And they um, they only grow on the sides of those European houses because they're all stone and I don't know, they're solid. I don't know, something like that, okay? You can't grow them here because they're so invasive. They'll go inside your siding and like grow inside of your, inside of the walls in your house. And they're so, they're, they're, they're branches or whatever. Their vininess is like thick, like trees. Okay. So now an alien species, what are the odds that they're bipedal? That they're very unlikely. Yeah. What, what if they're like, you know, try pet, pet or pedal or however you'd say that. Like centipedes, whatever. So we'd have no idea what the alien would be like, but the odds that they're like a fungus type, okay, that might grow like an invasive vine. They're actually squirrels, by the way, ruling the world right now. Rick and Morty? Gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Morty. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. There we go. My, yes. voice, my voice isn't gone today. It's about to be, though. <laughs> it really is. Um, But no, so the... Uh, I need water, Brian. Give me water. I was just kidding. We're all out of water. I drank all my water, Brian. Okay, where's our aid? Karen! Bring me water, Karen! 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 Um, well, I have a youth student named I Karen. I think she left. I'm going to be like, why did you yell at me in your podcast? It wasn't you. It was just a joke. Um, Can we hire her? <laughs> she is a young youth student. She can bring you water. She happens in neat sight. She has no time. Um, Okay, Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the invasive vine species. So it's much more likely that if, if there was ever gonna be a like alien visitation, it's just gonna be like a cloud, okay? Of some sort of like you know how those ants float on the river? Whatever those ants are, like those barge ants. Fire ants do that in like Africa. They'll go across a river by like buying together and floating in a giant barge and then mm-hmm. they'll go. There will be an alien like that, okay? And there's some sort of crazy just consumer ant species and something like that they'll come they'll boom and they'll just literally invasive all your oxygen they'll just eat all the oxygen all of humanity will die and they'll you know, it's just something like they don't even eat you you know what i mean they'll just they'll just take all the air or something they'll drink all the water <laughs> whatever it is they do is the invasive ant species and yeah. they'll that that would be the most likely to be intelligent 
Of course not. Hmm. What would the odds of that be? You know what I mean? It's much more because think about how many different bug species there are and how many intelligent species there are on our planet and take those numbers and make them galaxy wide or, or universal. Okay, if anything gets the chance to go outside of its atmosphere. Yeah, but how are they going to get here, those ants? See, that's what I'm saying. They'd have to be some sort of like, I guess they'd have to be pretty smart to be able to figure out a way to get out of their atmosphere. Yeah. Unless they just just happened to. Unless there was some big, huge. De- oh, you know what? No, there's that planet. Um, I don't remember what planet. Or maybe it was a moon. But. Titan. <clears throat> that that has these uh, geysers, basically. That just, just shoot them, shoot out shoot ice things water. Off world. <laughs> <laughs> we've got these ants just roaming around. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. They could come off a meteor. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could have like. There's so many ways. Like if they're a, a space surviving species. See, but, but how awesome would that be if we got like ants to come eat us and all our things? Well, I mean that would that part would suck. But if we if we recognized it right away that that we were being invaded by like non intelligent animals or insects or whatever probably probably bring us together finally that like oh well it's not just us in this universe that we just found these little micro microbes that are floating around in space that aren't from us yeah and uh they're gonna all have a bible with them too brian yeah little tiny little bible you will finally believe oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was listening to brett weinstein like, you know what that is, Brett Weinstein? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he they asked him what it would take for him to believe, right? And he had, you know, he had a couple of things. He's like, yeah, if aliens ever visited us and they had, you know, something resembling the same scriptures as us, you know what I mean? Or we're Honestly, that might be enough to convince me. Oh, I mean, if it, like, I, okay, you know what I mean? Like, well, especially from a, a Jewish perspective, because he's a Jew, right? So the idea is that God gave the Torah exactly the way he wanted it Mm -hmm. right and that's universal for all time so he said if they came and they were at least looking somewhat human and they spoke something that we could translate and that was somewhat intelligent yeah okay if they were looking somewhat human probably more likely than not there i'm I'm not going to claim that it that it would only because i'm sure there's probably some rationale that someone would give that that could probably convince me i just can't think of it yeah but it would be a big change to a lot of the atheist narratives that are out there oh for yeah like, you know you've got a no bible designer. that says that we are that we are made in god's image and uh and then we find a bible on on you know whatever on another whatever planet planet yeah that that's inhabited by by similar looking species that also say that we've been made in in god's image except for the fact that like this is one thing that that would concern me about that is um, n- we could just come to the same conclusions, and uh, if, we, if the, bu- it, the books, the, bi- the book would have to match, like yeah. all the stories, all like well, except for the fact that these if, these are supposed to be stories. What if they were like Allah is God <laughs> and, and Muhammad is this prophet? You're like, wait, you guys <laughs> had a Muhammad too? Like, what? <laughs> what? Are you sure you're not from the multiverse? Because <laughs> you're not from off world. Uh, no, I mean, th- that's a fun thought experiment. But um, the real thing we're trying to deal with here is, you know, Jeez. how these aliens would help us solve global warming. <laughs> we're 20 minutes in and we already got way off topic. But this is about, you know what, honestly, for all of you who are still listening, this is how it goes. Let's just say you and your friend were just going to figure out how to solve global warming at a, at a dinner party. <laughs> How long did you stay on 
topic for? How are you? Ten seconds, baby. <laughs> I mean, we had to get through an intro, so about 30, 45 seconds. Yeah, 45 seconds. You know what? 45 seconds, it's not bad. It's not bad. But you know what we, gotta, what we really got to talk about is, you know, how these aliens are going to have the Torah when they come to the planet, and they're going to talk about Yahweh being God. You know? They're going to teach you exactly how to read Torah and Hebrew, Balak, Aten, Amachad, Ideshachalat. In the chocolate, <laughs> in the chocolate, <laughs> in man. The chocolate. Huh? Just start making out random Hebrew words. Uh, no, so yeah, the the aliens are gonna help us solve global warming, and the reason why we're segueing right now is because obviously that's a topic we're discussing, discussing, discussioning. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, boy, <laughs> your boy can't speak. Um, but no, so Brian, Elon Musk is not the savior. <laughs> And China, here's where I, I'm just going to, I'm taking right to the end of my opinion here. It would be nice if we could do something to stop it, but we better get China and Africa in gear. Oh, yeah. Because if we don't get them in gear, then no matter what we do, it's just a waste of time. No. A waste. Well, sort of. I would argue that doing something here would be less of a waste of time. Okay, but the, the something, though, would have to be so drastic and radical that it would put us behind economically. And make us more vulnerable as a country. Possibly, prop, most likely temporarily. Yes, I, I would agree that it would definitely affect the economy temporarily. And China is a really but good. There's you know, they're really looking out for our best interests there. <laughs> really, <laughs> but I look there. There would definitely be a hardship when we switch over to to do something as drastic. But everything that we do, we have to do. And we have to have a workforce to do, right? The only problem is we, you know, the workforce is probably that that would be moving over there would be or to to like a cleaner energy source would be the people who are mining coal or working in the coal industry or some sort of fossil fuel industry. So they would have to relearn how to do everything. Learn to code. Yeah, that's going to be nice. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like, so I guess... Nice and easy, my friend. Nice and easy. Just e- learn how to code. Learn how to code. Ones and zeros. Just pick up that book. Um, the it's uh, not coding, by the way. The fuel emissions or whatever the carbon emissions are a ma- are a major concern, obviously, and like you know. But um, some of the major, more systemic issues are like things like plastic in the ocean. Oh yeah. Which you see, you've seen Aquaman. I've seen Aquaman. Ooh. Imagine all that coming back to the United States. Very, very conveniently, they did not blame, you know, Africa and China, who are, what is it, 80% of all plastic in the ocean comes from three rivers, two of which are in Africa, one's in China. So it's like, yeah, okay, what America should do, honestly, if they want to do something right now to make a difference without really majorly affecting our economy, is they should put in lots of funding that we already have because we've got rules of money into new technologies for how to get that plastic out easy boom major we've got people we've got people working on it like there are some drone drone ocean machines that are like we're testing to design for yeah let's just the ocean so everyone gets so alarmist about global warming right Mm -hmm. it's like a war we're fighting you know for the few okay okay it's a war okay war effort get the plastic out that is something we can do yeah. without needing to do pretty much any change anyone could feel. Get all the plastic out. How are we going to do it? You that might I mean? even boost our economy a little bit. I mean, imagine all the jobs that would be 
created by by developing and manufacturing. If we manufactured these in the United States, which is not going to happen, maybe sometime soon it might. But if we manufacture these devices in the United States, imagine the amount of jobs that would that that would boost the economy with with just trying to yeah, that'd be a clean lot, up the for ocean. sure because it would be also federally funded because it's a federal initiative. Like the and it right, would be seven hundred thousand jobs. <laughs> what, what, did, what did Biden say? Seven hundred thousand. No, seven hundred million. Well, was it million? Oh million. yeah, no million. Seven hundred million. million jobs for women. I um, can't even imagine saying million. What? Yeah, well, it's because he's he is he is old. Um, but the uh, okay, so we're talking about those ships and stuff. For those who are who are listening, again, I work at Select Quote, okay, and that's an insurance broker. We deal with Medicare a lot. Ten thousand people turn sixty five every single day so in our you're country. A scam artist. Yeah, because we help people with <laughs> the Obamacare that was a scam. Um, but, uh, okay, so Medicare is trash, all right? So the government let the private sector negotiate deals and try to provide what's called Medicare Advantage plans, where you take your normal Medicare, okay, and you just upgrade it by giving, letting another company collect the premium for it, which you are going to pay out of your Social Security. Okay, I'll restart. You turn 65, yay, I get my Social Security check. Hey, what's this here? Looks like I'm losing $135 a month out of my check. That is a pretty big loss considering I planned my entire retirement off the amount I was going to collect. What am I going to do? Well, look at you. You're going to have free health care. It's not free. I'm paying $135 out of my Social Security. We're going to call it free. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, what does it do for me? Pretty much nothing. Whenever you go to the doctor, you owe $1,364. That's your deductible that you have to meet before we even start paying anything for you. Oh, okay. Now there's more costs involved, but basically you're paying $135 a month for absolute trash. So what the companies do is they say, hey, you know what? Go ahead and give us that money, all right? And we're going to get you set up with a better plan because we're going to do a deal with the government where they give us even a little bit more so we can make sure that all you have to do is pay a copay. You'll be okay. No deductible, all right? <laughs> Medicare Advantage plans. So our company compares eight different Medicare carriers, right, who deal in this area, and then we will see who's got the best deal in your county, blah, 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 give you a quote for free and try to help you get signed up so at least you have your coverage. And depending on what your budget is, hopefully with no extra cost other than the $135 you were already paying. Cool. What is the, What are you talking? It sounds so complicated. I already fell asleep twice. Two little, you know, tumbleweeds blew by while you were saying that, Aaron. What are we even doing here? Okay, it's complicated. Medicare sucks, so it created an entire industry. <laughs> Medicare is so bad that it made select quote relevant. It made a whole bunch of other insurance brokers relevant because what their job is to do is to simplify it for you, compare a bunch of different companies, use the free market to your advantage, and get you the best possible deal. Okay. What's pretty complicated? Climate change. It's going to be hard to figure out how we're going to get the plastic out of the ocean. So to Brian's point, when he says it's going to create new jobs, it's not just going to create new jobs just because the government's going to say, all right, make some new jobs. If we got the private sector involved and there were, there were bids and there were things to be negotiated for things to be earned by the private sector to see who is going to get this government bid to make the technology to cover this section of the ocean. 
and this section of the ocean and remove the plastic from here. And we're going to measure it in metric tons of plastic that you remove. Oh my gosh. It'd be done in 10 years. And there'd be so many jobs added because that is so complicated. But it's something people can be really motivated to do. It looks good for any administration that spends money on it because global warming's on everyone's mind and heart. Because no one wants the planet to just go straight to hell. The planet I should use I should I should say my consonants at the end of my at my end of my words. You prior. probably should should enunciate pronunciate mm, yeah. whichever word that is for those. But yeah, it would be something that we could totally do, and there would be an instant market for it. And Brian, I think I know what we need to do as a podcast is stop Create podcasting. Jobs become elected oh yeah as president and vp yeah we gotta wait a couple years for that we'll have to do a thumb war to see who's gonna be president or vp not right now we'll do it later okay we'll do it live um live is now but i don't want i i can't i gotta (laughs) mentally prepare for this i gotta mentally you know no you know what i'm saying though just trying i'm trying to flesh your point out a little bit about how yeah everyone's worried about global warming we can't stop china and africa we also aren't going to be Or can to... we? Look, let's do a thought experiment. What can we do to stop China? Everyone. Okay, I want to apologize for my friend Brian. He is a white supremacist. He wants to stop all the um, brown people and all the Chinese and Asian people <laughs> from having their economy and their fun. Is that what I said? He said he wants to stop them <laughs> from not being white. That's what he said. Because anything a white person speaks against someone who is non-Western is instant bigotry and the hatred of the worst kind. Brian, you should know this. You come from the Nazi line. Right? <laughs> shh, shh. Being that you're white. Instant Nazi? Um, yeah, no, we can't stop China. We, we can't do anything with them. They can manipulate their own currency and their economy. Trump's trying to do tariffs. Shoot, they can manipulate our currency. You know how much debt we have to them? Yeah, they are they are amazing Chinese wizards when it comes to all the money stuff. Everyone talks about the Jews. I think the Chinese are you gotta watch out for. It. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, <laughs> you know, like, people always make money jokes for the Jews. Turns out China is ruining everyone's economy. It's like, why does everyone hate Jews? I don't know. Um, because they had gold once in like the Middle Ages in Venice. Um, the Venetian bankers. Um, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things, dude, where it's like we're no, we're really not going to stop Africa. We're not going to stop China. They're going to keep dumping plastic in the ocean. If you want to stop the bleeding, stop it there, and then it'll help our economy. And then we can start constructively looking for ways to constructively looking for ways to help the rest of the economy. The problems that we face. Thank Why? you, Bernie. <laughs> um, yeah. A small tax. <laughs> <laughs> a small carbon tax, Brian. You will not eat any red meat. You will not use a plastic straw. And you will live in a hole. Look, okay, <laughs> I'm all about the earth and everything, but you can't tell me that a paper straw tastes the same as a plastic straw. Or that it's even going to help to switch to paper straws. I mean, imagine the amount of glue that goes into making those paper straws. Well, uh, are we... Hey, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. Last time I checked, you have to cut down a tree to make paper. Did you just look it up on your phone? Is that what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. Just Okay, so type in, does paper come from trees? What does it say? 
No. No. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. So, 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 so Brian, Brian, how many, how many, how many trees do you think it would take for all of America to get paper straws instead of plastic? I don't know. I mean, paper straws are kind of... Look, I'm not going to argue with you because I really just don't like paper straws because the, they taste bad. <laughs> just look... If you do want to look up something, look up how many trees it takes to give Japan its yearly supply of chopsticks. Oh, my God. That okay. is a real thing that you okay, can look hang up. hang on. I'm going to be the original Brian for Joe Rogan. Only difference is I'm going to do it with a phone. All right. And then while you're doing that, I will add with filler. For all of those who want to know what the filler is for today, stay tuned for some Mario music. In Japan, right? Yeah. Okay, I get it. I'm irritating myself. Brian. Okay, so I can tell you that today about 25 billion pairs of chopsticks are used annually in Japan. Okay. That's about 200 pairs per capita. Okay. How many trees is that? Uh, okay, let's let's Google that. Let's get some more filler. Okay. More filler is just discussion on 22 how many billion pairs? What was that? Oh god. Uh, well, 25 billion. 25 billion pairs of chopsticks annually in Japan are being used. And Japan is not big, okay? But they do have some money. So 25 billion pairs of chopsticks. Let's get some guesses. How many trees do you guys think that makes? At which wait, height? Wait. <laughs> How does that work? Do chopsticks make trees? Yeah, I mean, you can put, you just glue them back, and then they start breathing the carbon again for you. Oh, wait, that doesn't work. Okay, so only about 4,000 chopsticks can be created from a 20-year-old tree. At this rate, around 400 million trees would be destroyed in the next 20 years to produce disposable chopsticks. Okay, but so wait, wait, give so me that first one. Give me that first stat. 40,000 chopsticks can be made. Or from created one from tree, one twenty-year-old tree. Okay, okay, okay. So forty thousand. So, what? How many 20, billion? 20, 20, was... Twenty-five billion. Oh god. Okay. Uh, let me pull out the calculator, and I'm gonna have to put it in scientific mode because that's way too many numbers. I don't even know how to do the scientific. Anyone else? Five. You could turn it to the left like that, so you can. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Okay. Twenty-five that's, billion. That's nine that's, zeros. That's twenty-five thousand. That's twenty-five million. Oh gosh. That's twenty-five billion. Yeah. Divided uh, by divided by four thousand chopsticks. Was it only four thousand? Was it forty thousand? Uh. I'm hoping it was forty. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was really only forty or four. It was 4,000 chopsticks. Oh, no. <laughs> We're getting ready to get That's our tree number. 6.25 million trees. Okay, so for Japan annually to have its chopsticks that it needs, it's how much, Brian? Six. 6.25 million trees. Now, hang on. Let's figure out how many trees per like day, week. What do we want to do? So that's per year, right? Yeah, just did 365. Divide by 365. So divided by 365, that's 17,000 trees in a day. Okay, so the big number first, 6 million? 60, 600 million? What was it? Uh, 12. 
Man, I got too many tabs. That's a lot of tabs. I'm Googling Disney movies. What was the thing you divided? Uh, 25 billion. No, what was Okay, so, but like, so we just did 16,000 trees in a day? 17,000. 17,000. 17,123. 18777 trees. Okay, but how many in a year was that? That, oh. Times by 365. 17,000. Yeah, that was like 6.25 million, I think. Okay, okay. So every year. Six million trees. Why are we over doing six that? million? Over six million trees every year. Six over six million trees have to go and get cut down, just to supply Japan alone with chopsticks. That's over That's seventeen insane. seventeen thousand trees a day for Japan's chopsticks. Now, wait, do you know Brian? how much oxygen that is? Just taking like Brian. these things that clean our air Brian, of carbon. What you don't understand is that these trees are 20 years old, so no one likes them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> People only like puppies. You know what I'm saying? No one wants I mean, a 20-year-old tree. I mean, these are 20-year-old tree. trees. They're tiny. <laughs> tiny little 20-year-old trees, you know. Um, yeah, adopt a tree. Huh, this tree's 20. I'm not adopting this tree. I want that little puppy tree right over there. I take it right to my house. Um, no, think about that, everyone. Think about just the idea that we are going to chop down 17,000 trees a day, okay? And these are trees that are 20 years old that are, are big, uh, beautiful, obviously, but producing a good amount of oxygen, you can yeah. imagine. And it's just for chopsticks. So, Brian, here's the solution that I'm hearing uh, from... Democrats. Um, and if you're a Democrat, hear me out. Yes. You think it's a good idea? No, no, I know what you think already, Brian. But you think it's a good idea for us to now switch from plastic straws to paper? Considering we're. Can we figure out how many trees it takes or how many, like, plastic or paper straws we can make with, with yeah, trees? How many out of a tree? Because we're a little bit bigger than Japan. We have a slightly larger population, Brian. You know, and, um, you know, people say, well, they use chopsticks with almost every meal. Well, huh? do we use straws for almost every meal, Brian? Do yeah, m- probably more than one straw, too. More than one straw every meal. Interesting. Because imagine if you go to if you go to a restaurant, yeah, they bring out a cup yeah, uh, with a straw. Yeah. And then they take that cup with the straw yeah. and then they throw the straw away yeah. and then. They bring you another cup with yeah. another straw. So what? If you drink three glasses of water, you've got three straws. That's pretty. Much. Especially because they're paper straws and they're going to get soggy. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's the thing to think about. We have a slightly larger population than Japan. We use straws in every single meal. It costs them seventeen thousand twenty-year-old trees a day to keep their chopstick supply going. How many trees is it going to cost for Americans to have their paper straws that save the environment? Okay, Aaron, we are forgetting about a very important thing. The Decepticons. That too. Two very important things. Yes. Recycling. So we're going to get all the all the straws people use that turn soggy. We're going to put them all in the bin. In the bin. No, so we obviously today we have products that um you're gonna are, use you know 90 to 100 you're gonna put in your mouth <laughs> recycled straw <laughs> from recycled you paper. use cups from recycled paper Hepatitis do you not know C, do you not know how recycling works brian do you know 
what the how paper absorbs and the difference between that and plastic. <laughs> Do you know if there's an even 0.001% chance you can get hep C from using this recycled straw? You're not using it. <laughs> you know what I mean? well, so, but, hey, but Brian, I got, there... some, I got some drinking water for you. There's a 0.01% chance that if you drink even a sip out of this bottle, you might get AIDS. Brian, are you taking a sip? Yes. No, no, you're not. I'm not. But look, that's that's <laughs> that's fear mongering, Aaron. That's what it is. Me and my Jewish fear mongering. Um, no. Yeah. To be honest, to our listeners, I don't have the stats on that. I I honestly find that appalling that you would say that. <laughs> because there is a process that 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 we go through for recycled products. We have to clean. Um, and process these recycled what products. What paper product but is what, recycled that goes in your mouth? What kind of... Dude, I don't know. But what kind of process... We should find that out because I'm starting to freak out now. <laughs> what kind of... I mean, res- cups. Paper cups. We do use recycled materials for paper cups. Yeah, but no one's like licking the paper cup. You put your mouth on the paper cup. I don't know. To drink. It's un- different than a straw. Not yeah. really. No one's putting a paper cup up their butt. They might do it with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. You but, know it's but true. No. And then here's another question that I didn't even think about until now, which is, okay, so what does it take to actually recycle these materials? We're obviously going to have to use some chemicals to recycle these materials to clean them out. We're going to have to have a factory that that has a process for recycling these materials. How much carbon are we putting out in the environment for recycling these materials? <laughs> I have no idea, right? Yeah. There's got to be some heat involved in in cleaning and recycling these materials. You have to like burn out like there's got to be something. We're using electricity for that. How what kind of electricity are we using for those? It's all There needs to, to be a radical coal. shift. Bernie Sanders is the way to go. No. <laughs> but like there are so many Daddy? factors in all of these that I didn't even think about until you said something about Elon Musk. Yep, the Decepticons and the Nazis. They always get you thinking, don't mm. they, Brian? Wow, well, it's like, the it's the Nazi blood. It's the Nazi the Nazi blood. Um that's Nazi blood. Um yeah, so we solved it. We figured it out. We figured out that um, if America's serious about it, they're going to go ahead and... Uh, vote get, Bernie, right? Vote Bernie, get the plastic out of the ocean. And if they're uber serious about it, they're going to go ahead and not switch the paper straws because they're gonna, it's probably going to cost us a little more than 17,000 trees. they are probably not going to make up for just with good recycling. You know, probably not going to be... You know, I'm going to be honest here. I pay for recycling, and I'm really bad about recycling. <laughs> yeah, you know, even no one even did you see the uh, the Trevor Noah actually had a really good video on recycling. So every single one of those plastic rings, you're on your bottle right there. You're supposed yeah. to take off. Yeah, and then oh. the, the wrapper too. No. Yeah, it's not happening. But that, <laughs> so they they literally even say if you're not doing that, it's better that you don't. Even really, do it. why? Yeah. Because of like all the costs for manpower and how it doesn't let them do. A, B, C, D, whatever they're supposed to do, and then it's not even recyclable if you don't do it right. No, so what I'm hearing is all the cost for manpower. I'm creating jobs by just leaving these little watch, rings on. Watch the, we can, we'll, we'll put the Trevor Noah thing in the show notes because we still do those. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a load of crap, Aaron. Load this of, is your one job, and you have not done it. That's a load of crap. 
that's not my one job. I have two jobs, Brian. Um, I'm but, talking about for this show, yeah, for my this friend. Show, for this show, yeah. My one job is to be the voice of reason here, Brian. <laughs> the voice of reason and of calm and control. Uh, yeah, so um, moving on then. Uh, Donald Trump is going to be impeached. Who votes Who votes for impeachment? Say I. I. Also say I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> not None in favor? Okay, not going forward with impeachment. I then. mean, d- impeachment kind of disqualifies you from a second term, right? I would certainly hope I, so. I mean, I, I, I guess so. I would certainly hope so. Like, that's really the only reason why I'm up for impeach. Why I'm like, I'm down for impeachment. Because are you up for it? Or are you down I'm, for it? I'm both, man. You gonna? <laughs> I'm up it's, and down about it. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of crap that I don't agree with with Trump, right? But um, like the yeah. orange being orange. Yeah. Being orange, especially the incandescent bulbs, man. Look, here's yeah. the deal. I'm not as orange as you, my friend. It's kind of a sliding scale type of thing. And yeah. we're all under the same light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's always over here, oranging up the place, eating his KFC and his Doritos. Man, I don't even need hue lights if he's in my room. <laughs> If I need to set, like, the gaming lights to red, I just have Trump come over and be like, just stand under my light and we'll be good. You did say Hugh, and I thought of Hugh Jackman. (laughs) An amazing actor. Love that guy. Love you, Hugh. You're awesome. Also, my grandfather's name. Yeah? Yeah. Who most likely will not listen to this. (laughs) A bit hard of hearing nowadays. Um Okay, so yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I got on Trump's impeachment thing. It's just yeah. about Joe Biden's kid, and you know people want to take presidents, you know, conversations they have on the phone, and make sure they're not all janky, and he said he's going to release the transcripts. Look, I, I unredacted. My question is why? Why is he? I mean, he's they're asking for information. He's he's not giving. No, he and, said he's gonna. If you look it up today, he's gonna give the whole transcript. Okay, unedited, unedited. I, I haven't watched. The, I've been watching South Park today. Yeah, it was literally. <laughs> it was literally either right before or right after they started the impeachment hearing. I doubt their, the timeline was was impeachment hearing. The impeachment. Uh, pre, you know the the House Democrats are doing. Yeah, doing their thing. So it's like, what stage are they on right now? Because I've been blissfully unaware of politics Dude, right no, now they're just they're so they're so dumb they're just doing it for political points because they want to make sure that and they can give someone some momentum in the election cycle there's nothing impeachable going on it's just it's some radical nonsense um unless trump offered american taxpayer dollars or offered to withhold them unless someone investigated what about that ukraine one stuff of his, one of it that's what i'm talking about yeah if they if he told someone Hey, you know what? I'll give you like you know some money <laughs> if you investigate my political enemy. You know what I mean? And it'll be American dollars from taxpayers. Yeah, that's impeachable. But what it sounds like he did is he was like, "Hello, you know, it's nice to meet you. Uh, I just want to make sure you're not corrupt. Like you guys doing like, you know, the last time we had people investigating Biden's kid, and they got squashed by Biden. I want to make sure you're not doing anything like that." And then they're like, no, no, we're not doing anything like that. He's like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. You know what? I wouldn't be doing business with you if you were, you know? And then they're like, you know, we're not corrupt anymore. We're not corrupt anymore, Mr. President. I am the new president of Ukraine, and I will do a good job here. All right. Okay, good. Sounds great. He's great. You know, like, if, you know, I don't know. That's kind of like the best case scenario. 
but literally no one. So if anyone is, what is he, what is he talking about? Okay. So Joe Biden was VP vice president and his kid got this job in like this big corporation in whatever Ukraine area, some Ukrainian, you know, prosecutor who was known for corruption was investigating Joe Biden's kid or the company that Joe Biden's kid was, was on the board of. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Joe Biden, when he was VP, he was calling for the Ukrainian government to fire that prosecutor because of his air quotes, corruption. It's possible that the guy could have just been corrupt and there was no relationship to the fact that he was investigating Joe Biden's kid's company and Joe Biden's kid would have been implicated in an investigation. It's also possible that, um, you know, there's a lot of quid pro quo quo going on. You know what I mean? All those things where people are like being tricky with politics. So Joe Biden would have been threatening to, and he, he was, he said, you know, if Ukraine doesn't fire this guy, we're not going to send the aid. So, and that was like on TV. It wasn't a big deal. So the mm -hmm. question is, if Trump said something similar, is does something similar? When yeah. So, so there's there's a couple things right there, right? So I get what you're saying, and I think if that was the case, if if he's literally just, I think it's just showing his ignorance, right? To, oh yeah. To the whole political landscape and everything, because there's a big difference between Joe Biden. Um, you know, having a little bit of influence over something that's not the election, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to send you aid if, or, or you know, we don't want to send you aid if, if this person is has influence over the way that this aid is going to be used, right? But if if it comes out that, that Trump is like, just to keep continuity, right? If Like, for example, there... Just same situation, right? We're not going to send you aid if blah, right? So yeah. Joe Biden, we're not going to send you aid if this guy's working here because he's got influence over the way that this aid is used and he's corrupt. Or Trump, we're not going to send aid if you don't investigate Joe Biden and, and his corruption. Or, Sorry, it was Joe Biden's kid. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, somehow... Find me information to influence the election in America, right? Yeah. That's way different than I don't want somebody corrupt having influence over the aid that we send you. Yeah. Um. I I I see where you're going with that, and and like there's a good possibility that Trump is just ignorant and doesn't understand the implications of the stuff that he says which is most likely like the state of mind of a lot of the stuff. Brian, Brian, I have the best words. Brian. <laughs> I'm one of the smartest guys out there, Brian. I have a huge vocabulary. Huge. Wait, not going to go there. Um. <laughs> okay, so here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do because we have no idea what's going on. So let's just do this. Let's just have the, the, the how, how do we want our listeners to vote on this? Tweet at us. Yeah. All right, so can we put like a Twitter poll out there? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, so at Entropy, uh, no, at Entropy Pod, at Entropy Pod, I was gonna say at Entropy Aaron, but uh, you're not gonna put up the poll. I'm gonna put up the poll. 
Um, yes, Brian. At Entropy Pod is where we're going to put up the poll. We'll put it up uh, for about a week, you say? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. yeah, so we'll put it up for about a week. Uh, follow us at, at Entropy Pod. We're also at, I'm at, at, uh, at too many ats. At Entropy Brian. I'm at Entropy Aaron. You're at, at Entropy Aaron. I am at Entropy Aaron. You are at Entropy Aaron. I'm at Entropy Aaron. <laughs> I've been saying it right, Brian. You dang demon. Um, yeah, and then we'll put the poll up, and the poll question will be da 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 da. Uh, first one will be, and we can just do it twosies or onesies. Like, do you think Trump will be impeached? And then we can do another one. Do you think he um knows what he's doing, or he's just <laughs> Way in over his head. <laughs> See, but look, so here's the thing. I think that the fact that, like, I I don't think that he knows what he's doing, right? Yeah. That's my answer. I think the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing means that he's just got to be out of here. Well, I mean, I, I, that was probably, the draw. That was the draw. You know what? I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not a politician. You should elect me because I'm not going to be all the way corrupt like everyone else is. I'll just be kind of somewhat uh, absent-minded, a little <laughs> bit corrupt. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know what? This guy, we need this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, at least he speaks his mind instead of being like, you know what? If you want to keep your doctor, know. you can keep your doctor. I'm not a fan, but you know, there's obviously a lot of people out there who yeah, are. Well, this giant poster on your wall right here, life-size cutout of Trump, <laughs> would suggest Shut otherwise. Shut up, I... Aaron! <laughs> it's actually a flying spaghetti monster. The eyes turn red when you walk by. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Hello. Yeah, it's actually a really cool trick I have with uh, with uh, hue lights and RFID chin. <laughs> so Brian does use a life-size cutout of... <laughs> Trump to light his gaming uh, ambiance. <laughs> he really doesn't need hue lights because he has the glistening orange <laughs> from the the well lathered and leathered skin of our uh, captain in chief, um, whatever you call the whatever commander in yeah, chief. Commander, well, yeah, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't remember what it was. Um, our coy or kick. That's a great acronym. It's a kick. I'm pretty sure we should use that for forever now. Put that on all the military, you know, memos. Hey, the kick says. <laughs> what? Who's the kick? Um, okay, we'll we'll put out a poll and it'll basically be, you know, a pretty much a no brainer. It'll be it'll say, Is Trump Messiah? Or <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> or 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 According is, to him. Or is um, you know, uh is gravity a good thing we should believe in. So you're yeah, gonna have two to, totally, totally related things. Gonna have to pick Trump as Messiah. There. <laughs> <laughs> if it looks like it's skewing the results, it's because you don't understand statistics, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron, since we're switching the roles today, you got the announcements, my friend. The announcements are um, Chipotle just came out with a new steak flavor. That isn't as good as their old steak flavor. Yeah. They say it's a better cut of beef. It's not as good. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. What it is, is it's probably actually beef. Yeah, it's not as good as the other (laughs) stuff I've had. Um, Okay, cool. Well, yeah, so the announcements are we're going to be doing something for the patrons. We will be having... And we feel terrible about the fact that we haven't been able to... Oh, my gosh. It's just been... I mean, I don't know. Again, this is a podcast for normal people. We try to be as consistent as we can. 
and as 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 active as we can getting stuff out for the patrons and we just have not really come down to getting da- getting down exactly what we want to get out um i think we're just gonna honestly start sending out some bloopers we have so many of those yeah. it'd be super easy to do um <laughs> well for you yeah. to do because well, I mean, you it, don't have to do any of it <laughs> <laughs> that's true but I mean, I mean compared to like recording a whole like yeah the dungeons and dragons the mm. D episode is forthcoming we're gonna yes. record it it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be huge it's gonna be amazing um but we we we, we do want to get something out to you so patrons please stand by thank you for being faithful friends and witnesses of the entropy pod podcast um, other announcements are that Brian and I are going to be uh, switching patrons. We got one oh, more patrons, thing. More patrons. Uh, just to let you know, I know that we we're going to keep up with as many of the benefits as we can. Uh, once per month, we are going to be uh, putting out the new patrons list. So look forward to that next week. Right. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna read off a list of all of our patrons and uh so look forward to that next week and then we can talk more to then with the patrons about all the extra goodies um that again that you get for being a patron that we are putting out um and then was oh brian and i we are also switching our release date so stay tuned for that we're not exactly sure which day that will be it might be towards the end of the week ish it's kind of what we're thinking um Maybe even probably Friday, to be honest. Yeah, pro- probably Friday. Worst case scenario, maybe even a weekend, which is which is fine because then you get to you know listen to us on your wonderful Saturday or Sunday drive to go to church, right, Brian? Maybe we just need to start releasing it on Sunday mornings. Yeah, was, <laughs> Brian, you're right. Right it's when gonna be our new church. Right when Brian drives to church, um, the Church of Entropy. The Church of Entropy. The Church of I Chaos. Think that, I think that might actually be a thing. Like, there's like some cult thing. Really taking the, our name. The Church of Entropy. I don't. As well, long not as, church, but as long as they pay us, I don't really yeah. care. Right. Hey, Brian, gotta... I'm drawing a crazy guy right here for you on the on the table. <laughs> you, you should be. So Can you excited. not use permanent sharpie on my brand new table that i bought for our recording equipment brian your table is black it's not a big deal <laughs> it's white it's white well, brian it, we're in an all-white room i don't know what you're talking about yeah brian would not ever <laughs> ever ever buy a table that was not white because he is a white supremacist um, all right cool well those are the announcements just be watching for the release date we got a lot of y'all we want to reach out to and get some good you know uh get some good show notes out for you so we're we're running up on that as well but we appreciate you taking a listen most of you all who follow us know us personally hit us up with your feedback um and in all things may trump reign supreme amen right brian i have zero (laughs) words for that let's cut down the trees and make the paper straws brian that's what we gotta do that's the solution and worship Trump as God. I quit the show. <laughs> Peace. He's a Decepticon. Don't listen to a thing he says. <laughs>